If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Uh, now, on to Warrior Storm. Uh, this was the interesting one because, like, there are positives for the Warriors to take out. There definitely are. I thought their defence was much better until probably the last, you know, whatever, 20 minutes or whatever it was, especially in the first half. But the error rate in this game, it made it almost unwatchable. You're going, what is going on? If you ever want an example of, like, what trials are like, this is it. Like, this is this is trial match footy where it's just like error after error. This is a completion rate, 65% and 76% completion rate. Just low. The amount of times where when you look at the score, you go, oh, it's the same old Warriors. And look, I'd be inclined to believe you of like far out. They look so good the week before. They get their better players back and they struggle. Um but I will say that defensively, especially in the first half, I thought they were outstanding. It was just a matter of like them not capitalising on that. If you're playing the Melbourne Storm, you have to capitalise on the places that Melbourne Storm make errors because they don't do it very often. And so, you know, a few, like I think, you know, Sean Johnson's first kick, he didn't make it out. And then he kicked it. Uh, then it was a seven tackle set, I think. And then he kicked it. Um, he may have kicked it out again. I think he kicked it out in the full again, yeah. And it's just like... It's very hard to build pressure when you're opening games like that. And maybe he was quite rusty, you know, SJ, because um, I guess his kicking did improve as the game went on. But as, as the main guy, you just can't – you can't be making those kind of errors. CNRL, you can't be doing it. That's, He's experienced too. So yeah. I just – yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just went through and had a look at the, the 26 players that started that game. There was only eight of them that didn't make an error. Out. Like it, it was all over the place, and you know what? Like the Melbourne Storm, like to the Warriors' credit, they kept them to um, zero in the first half. But like, 
I thought the Storm middles looked good, but there was just a knock on every third or fourth tackle. Like every third or fourth tackle. And then they'd hand the ball over and it'd just be a waiting game to see who was going to make a mistake first. Yeah, then Warriors make a mistake. It's just mistake for mistake the whole first half. Like if you said to Warriors fans, oh, you're going to keep the Melbourne Storm to zero at halftime, you go, good as goal, but then you see it and you're like, fuck. Should have been up by bloody 16. Yeah, should have been up by heaps. Yeah, yeah, so it's hard to say, like... The Warriors are such a hard team to get a, a focus on. The positive is, if let's let's say you go, oh, it's the same old Warriors. Well, at least they're they're rebuilding. Like at yep. least they're trying. They're starting again. Maybe this is the early stages of rebuilding. Yeah, and I mean, if there's any team that should be a little bit clunky, it probably is New Zealand, considering all the new guys they've got coming into this team. Mate, a spot that I found really interesting with the Warriors, Jackson Ford, who's come from the Dragons. He was outstanding. I, I really, I've always, really, I've always, never, I've never understood why the Dragons don't fucking play. It's like they hate playing their juniors. It's ridiculous. But Jackson Ford, uh, Jerry Gonkitty's ended up over there at the New Zealand Warriors, left edge. Josh Curran, I don't think he's going to make the thirteen, which is just wild. wild, absolutely wild. One of their best players last two years. Um, but yeah, I agree with you in regards to Jackson Ford. I thought he was probably one of their best. Um, who else? Like, it's, it's tough. Like, even, like, you know, Braden Liami, Williami, like, he played really well last week. And then this week he struggles. Um, I, don't, I mean, I thought um, Nickel Klukstad had some really good moments in, like, ball, uh, ball security and kick returns and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, it's hard to... Interesting that they're playing Mitch Barnett at 10. That was really interesting to me. Yeah. Oh. Uh I don't know. It's like I get it, but I just don't think it's his best spot. Mm. Yeah, I, I I would still play near Corey in the centers personally, and I would play Barnett in, in the second row. So you'd play near Corey in the centers over uh, Braden probably. Uh, I don't know. Billy Billy Army is quite very raw. Still, but he's like young, so at least you're yeah. building towards the future. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Mate, I was really impressed with um, Viliami last week, but this week it was pretty disappointing. But I, I just think they need Nia Kore out there, and I think you've got the middles and the edges to be able to cover him playing in the centres. I think it just locks down one edge at least, mm. which has been their issue for the last two years. Dylan Walker, when he came on, I could be wrong, but he played mostly centre. I think he played sort of right centre, which I found interesting. Yeah, that was interesting. Because like they, they basically were saying that he was coming on in the middle, but... Maybe defends out there. Maybe, yeah, maybe I just it's just a lot of move. I found it strange that he he didn't come on through the middle, and I think that especially with Jazz out until um, I think it's around four or five or something like that. Like I, I think Dill's going to be really important to start the season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like as I just said, if you move near Corey to the centres, you've also got Josh Curran that's not in the team at the moment. Mm. Which, out of ten times, I reckon on five occasions he'll be your best back rower on the day. Mm. Yeah, it's a good point. Good point. Um, so, look, mixed bag for the Warriors. So, some real grit in defence, um, mm. but unfortunately just got blown out in the end. Uh, so, we'll just have to wait and see, I guess, round one. Um, to the Storm. Uh, shocking first half. Oh, so unstorm-like. It's like literally the opposite of the Melbourne Storm uh, in the first half. And then second half rolls around... They seem to get their, um, you know, their bearings or whatever. I will say probably the, the, the biggest thing to come out of the game, in my opinion, was Will Walbrook. 
He was great last week, but he was outstanding this week. Yeah, he uh, he came over from Rugby Union. He played for the Falcons last year. And every time I watched him, I was really impressed. And he kept on being named like 18th, 19th man last year. And I just kept thinking, this is the week. This yeah. is the week. There was him and Jack Howarth who were always on the extended bench, but they could just never get into the side. Mm. Uh, Warbrick's got a lot of ability, mate. Very talented. He's a... He's a very good athlete, mm. which I think the Melbourne Storm, you have a look through their history, they're, they're able to turn athletes in, into good footballers. Yep. And I think this guy could be one over the next couple of years. Dangerous, dangerous player. Him and Xavier Coates coming out of their own end, like, oh, yep. oh that's, that's a tough uh, gig for any defence. Um, Nelson Sopo-Solomona was absolutely phenomenal. Aside from a couple errors, uh, he was, especially in the second half, I mean, he just... He's going to command a lot of money, man. I, I just – what do you all pay a guy like that? Like some people will say, oh, well, he only plays 40 minutes or whatever. But if, if, if you could say, look, you've got to pay X amount, but you can guarantee, literally guarantee that the game's momentum will shift, how much would you be willing to pay for that? And like he, he, he might only play 40, but he can end a game in 20. Yeah, like he, he can end a game in two runs with the squad – that Melbourne have got because they just get off the back of his momentum and it's over. Um, yeah, he, he's he's such a talented guy, and I think he's all like he's obviously you know, the biggest guy on the field, but he knows where to put himself. Mm. He's not just running around crazy, just being the big guy. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like you're right. Like a lot of people say, oh, he's just so big. It's like no, we need to give this bloke credit. There's yeah. plenty of other guy, not plenty, but there are other big fellas out there that don't go anywhere near his consistency. It is every single game. It is not some games where you see the big fella go crazy. It is every single game he does it. Yeah, and I think as well you saw last year that Craig Bellamy obviously had a plan for him in certain games where he'd go, hey, next 20 minutes, I want you to get at that halfback. Mm. And he's able to position himself and put him in the right spots, which sounds easy, but there'd be a lot of front rowers in this comp that if you said to do that, it'd be a train wreck. Mate, 100%. 100 uh, Just quickly on Holworth, apparently he had a shoulder... Um, injury as in like in the off season got mm. surgery I think yep. and so basically um, that's why you know he didn't play in this trial and he played in the Sunshine Coast trial because they're just trying to get minutes into him so he just wouldn't be ready for round one NRL so that's why yeah it's an interesting one yeah it's due to injury like and which is fair like if you, if you haven't played first grade yet you don't want to like and you've did, got a shoulder reconstruction or whatever he got on his shoulder you yep. don't want to rush him back into you know, yeah, fair. You want to get minutes into him so he's he's battled hard and he's ready to go. And you like you only get like the first couple of years of a person's career once. Yep. And the storms seem to always know the right time to bring someone in. Usually, anyway. Um, so It'll apparently, be interesting that's when they do bring him in. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, outside of that, yeah, like look, it's it's almost like it's a, obviously a game of two halves. First half terrible. Second half much better. Um, but we're talking about the Melbourne Storm here. Like, we're talking about the Melbourne Storm. They sort out those errors, and I think they win by a substantial margin. I think they do as well. And it, it was such a frustrating first half because if it wasn't the middles dropping, if it got to full tackle, it would go through the backs, and they were just hitting oh. backward shoulders every single time. And it was your Munster and your Hoos. It was very strange. But I, I thought that try that um, Ellie Katoa scored was brilliant. The thing that I liked about it was that it wasn't a set play where the half got to get him in position. It was broken play where Munster flowed along the field and he timed his run and his mm. line yep. perfectly. So uh, positive signs there. He's a, geez, he's, a, he's a big heap, isn't he? It's going to be interesting to see how his uh, year develops because he's just yeah. got so much potential. 
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Um, Pezzett came on again. I think he had a try assist again. Yep, he put in a couple of nice kicks and whatnot. Uh, so there's another one. Um, oh, he had four po- points. So did he score a try? No, he kicked two goals. Oh, kicked two goals. Yeah. But it's good. Like, he comes on and he's doing stuff. Like, he's not just coming on and you don't notice that he's there. He's, um, for people listening, he's one of their younger halves coming through. Uh, but, yeah, outside of that, as we've already said, ball control in the first half was any team is going to struggle under those conditions. Second half, they got it together. I will say, you know, Nick Meany at fullback, I think he's a good solid option. I was a little bit surprised that Fa'alongo, Fa'alongo um, didn't get more, more time at the back because I actually think that he probably put in a bit of pressure. Uh, Nick yeah. Meany to keep that spot. I, I think Nick Meany's a good band-aid, but I, I don't think he's the answer personally. Yeah, I, I, whereas a guy like Fa'alongo... Um, could be. He could be the answer until Pappenhausen gets back. If Meany was the sort of guy that you were getting no errors out of, like a, like a chance or something, I can understand it, but like you are still getting mistakes out of him. Mm. So I, I, I would take a punt on the upside. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. I mean, Storm are notoriously patient. Yep. Uh, so I can understand, like, you know, Meany, uh, like by no stretch has Meany been bad at all. Um, but I do. Th- there is something really exciting about far, far longer. Yeah, and I, I just think for Melbourne too, like they're not in the – Staying relevant business. That they want to win a comp this year. Yeah. And I just think it'd be worthwhile getting some minutes into it. Mm. Um, so yeah, Storm, basically completion rate. That was the, the big issue. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.